This show is brought to you by listeners like you. Support this show at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. We're here. We got on the line here. Uh, we've, we've had a great line of uh, guys that, that and, and girls that have been recommended to us kind of outside of our circles. Of course, us working here in Pittsburgh or our friends down in Texas. Uh, but it's really cool to kind of get outside the box and get exposed to other wrestlers that don't come across our, our areas. And one of those this week is uh, is David Starr. I, I've seen you under so many names, including the King of Taunts. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask you about that a little bit later. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing pretty well, man. I'm doing pretty well. I'm on my uh, on my way up to XWA in West Warwick, Rhode Island, to wrestle. You said uh, Texas is kind of one of your things, so I'm wrestling Keith Lee today. Well, absolutely, Keith so Lee. Pretty- Keith Lee is one of the friends of the show. He's been on here uh, before, as well as his partner Shane Taylor, actually visiting us uh, as we're recording this in a couple of days. So. Uh, Awesome. Awesome to see uh, friends of the show uh, uh, tangling it up. We'll have to look for that match here afterwards. Yeah, it should be should be a good one. And uh, the, the, the match itself will end up being available on the WXW network as I defend my uh, WXW shotgun title. It'll be on the WXW Now network, which you can subscribe to at WXWnow.de. And you can watch all of uh, the shotgun title matches that I've been having in the United States. And then uh, if Keith Lee were to beat me, then he could take that title to all of his appearances where I believe he has uh, Evolve coming up. He's got VIP always. So he's got some good stuff. So you will be able to follow the shotgun title whilst in the United States. Um, If I were to lose, I don't plan on losing. Uh, (laughs) I never plan on losing, but it should be be cool. Also, you know, I... uh, you said that I'm not usually from the area. I used to wrestle for VOW, which was in the uh, Connellsville area, which is a Pittsburgh. Uh, I used to wrestle there all the time. Oh, that's I, was, a, so, uh, I haven't been there in a few years, but yeah. So we do have you, because VOW is somebody that we used to carry on our affiliate, IndieWrestling.us. Uh, so, okay, the name the name did seem familiar when it came up. And I'm like, I, maybe he's been in the area. And I looked up, like, IWC, I didn't see it or anything like that. So, so there you go. Awesome, with our friends of Vicious Outcast Wrestling. That's great. Uh, so awesome. yeah, I haven't I haven't been there in a little bit. I haven't been there in a bit, but I think when they were like first kind of starting, mm-hmm. I think it was around the beginning time. I was there. I was there for like six months or so. So it was it was a good time. There you go. Go check that out in the archives. Uh, VOW uh, hopefully returns soon to IndieWrestling.us, and of course over on uh, SmartMark Video. Uh, look up David. Check out stuff through through those guys. Well, first, a, our first question we usually do here is a little bit of an icebreaker. We we kind of you know have the aspect of like we're all kind of into this because we love this stuff. Um, so, what is kind of your earliest memory of pro wrestling, or maybe the the thing that maybe got you into it? Uh, when I was five years old, I watched WrestleMania twelve, and I remember uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. That I I just remember that Iron Man match and being completely, uh, completely captured by everything that match was. And I was five years old. So I knew, you know, so five years old, tuned into a, a one hour match, I guess that shows that I, I, I was kind of supposed to do this. So, uh, but I got completely hooked WrestleMania 12. That's my first wrestling memory. That's great. And they, and they say this generation doesn't have any attention span. I think that proves otherwise, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, 
then uh, I was very fortunate to also, you know, come up through uh, the Attitude Era. Like, I was a big fan around then. So, obviously, you know, with some of the, the end of Monday Night Wars in general, like all that, I, was, I loved Bill Goldberg. I loved Hollywood Hogan. I loved Hollywood Hogan because my favorite of all time is Superstar Billy Graham. And Hollywood Hogan is essentially Superstar Billy Graham reinvented. Uh, well, so is Hulk Hogan in general. But, um, you know, and The Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H and Kurt Angle and, uh, you know, Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho and uh, Booker T coming to front, all that stuff. Everything was great around there. And, uh, that I was very fortunate to come up in the best time in wrestling. That's great. Uh, so what what made you kind of think, or was this kind of an idea that it kind of threaded in the back of your head the whole time uh, uh, to, you know, go from, from watching and loving this stuff to actually getting in the ring? Uh, well, I mean, I wrestled uh, when I was a kid. I wrestled from when I was seven years old through college. And uh, I started doing that because of pro wrestling. Like, I thought, it was, I, thought I was signing up for professional wrestling. Uh, but obviously it wasn't it, but I still liked it, and I stuck with it through college. And then my college wrestling eligibility was coming to an end. Um, that has kind of consumed my life as far as just amateur wrestling, uh, you know, for a long time. And I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. And I kind of went through, like, a down period, not knowing where I was gonna, what I was going to do, what I was going to kind of make my, my purpose. And then... Uh, CM Punk cut that pipe bomb promo, um, and that like just totally inspired me. Just I fell I fell in love with wrestling all over again, and I decided that uh, I was going to give it a shot. So I sent out a bunch of emails uh, to a bunch of different schools nearby, and Samu Anawai from the Wild Simone Training Center was the first one to get back to me, and I started training training there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and of course, like I so said, you've been, you've been around a good bit. I'm seeing you attached to a lot of the bigger kind of buzzworthy uh, promotions uh, going on and, and, and looking you up. Uh, one of the big ones that comes up, and, and Trey, uh, you know, Trey Gar out there um, uh, has, has a couple of things, and he reminded me that you were the one involved in the 104-minute-long match with Dave Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was pretty intense. We, it was an Iron Man match that went uh, went the full 60, and then we were tied, uh, zero falls apiece, and then we ended up wrestling for another 44 minutes to get that, get that sudden death fall. That, that was an interesting thread, because I, I can't imagine there's too many Iron Man matches happening on the indies, even the ones that I've seen are usually like 30 minutes like we see on TV. Uh, but to do a full one like that, and to be kind of like this thread of, you were kind of inspired by the the original interesting, like everybody got into Iron Man match to doing it. Was, was there kind of a, kind of like, kind of like I've kind of come full circle in that, in doing something like this. I, I, I was so excited to do the hour long match because, um, you know, my favorite, obviously, like you said, was the, the WrestleMania 12 Iron Man. But like, I also loved watching Ric Flair. Like I would watch the old, uh, VHS tape. I would go to our video stand that was nearby, and I would get all the old Flair tapes, all the old Dusty tapes, Bruno and Superstar, and all those guys. And I, I love, I love long wrestling matches. Um, so being able to do the Iron Man match meant a lot to me. And then the fact that we were able to take it to another level and you know go 140, 104 minutes, 
meant even more. So I was really, uh, was really happy about that. It meant, it did mean a lot to me. It, it was definitely something that came full circle, like you were saying. Like it, it works out perfectly, and it was something that uh, I, it's something that means that still means a lot to me, and that's why I, I advertise it. You know, I don't, I didn't let it to go to waste. It's something that I make sure people know about it because it, it was very important. Absolutely. Trey has a question to go along with that. Uh, he asks, um, what other wrestler, living or dead, would you like to go 104 minutes with? What other wrestler would I be? Well, I mean, like, Dave Crist is probably is my favorite opponent. Uh, he's my favorite person to be in the ring with. Uh, and I, I think that goes probably without, goes without saying. I, the only other people I could probably, I would, I would think about me. Who would I like to wrestle? I mean, I could probably do it with John Gresham. I could probably do it with Eddie Edwards. I could probably do it with, like, Shane Strickland. I could probably, like, uh, guys that I'm familiar with uh, and that I know are extremely talented and are, are amazing and can do all that stuff. Those, those are the first two that come to my head. I mean, I did a 45-minute match when I was, like, one year in with uh, Warbeard Hansen. Uh, and he's great. He's an he's an incredible incredible wrestler. Uh, so I mean, I could probably go pretty long with with Warbeard if I had to do it again. I mean, we've only we've both only gotten better since then. So uh, I don't know who else I could do it with. I I feel like I have to keep that special with Dave. And if I was going to break it again, it would be with Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sequel that'd be great. Um, oh, go, what's that? I said, I'm down. <laughs> Let's make it happen. If we do it again, I, I want to have. If we do it again, I want to have a two-hour Iron Man match. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, and we talked about a little bit your uh, shotgun championship um, and how you're defending it around the world. Uh, uh, Trey says uh, you're taking on guys like Sammy Callahan and upcoming with uh, Rockstar Pro with Desmond uh, Xavier, another another guy that we've seen here in the area. We, we're digging on. Uh, what's it like taking your highly regarded German title on tour and defending it against all takers? Man, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome because uh, when WSW put me in the match and the uh, Fatal Four Way match at their anniversary show uh, and where I won the Shotgun title for uh, this is my second reign as Shotgun champion. I mean, they didn't they didn't have to let me leave the country with with their championship. You know, they could have easily said, okay, well, we're going to bring you back, but we're going to keep the title. We don't, you know, they didn't want to risk it or anything, but they, they trusted me enough to, to take it with me. And then they trusted me enough to be the middleman in orchestrating, uh, the business dealings of allowing shotgun title defenses on certain shows. Uh, so that, that meant a lot. And it means even on the, on the, the backstage end of allowing me to be essentially their ambassador, in the United States and really representing the WXW brand uh, at all times right now, uh, it means it means a lot. And being able to hold a, uh, a championship of a prestigious company and uh, continue to grow that means even more. And my opponents that I've been wrestling, uh, they're all they've all been fantastic uh, people that either deserve to be seen on a bigger stage or people that have proven that they belong and should uh, should remain at the level they are. Uh, it's been just a great experience. And, of course, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the kind of the lineup here for, for the shotgun title, 
And seeing that you've taken on guys like, you know, Dave Chris was a part of that. And then, and, uh, uh, Pete Dunn, who was just involved in the uh, UK tournament for WWE, uh, uh, seeing that kind of English wrestling um, getting getting a big bigger stage is is kind of an interesting thing. Like Germany is not something I initially think of when it comes to pro wrestling. No, uh, you're right because German wrestling uh, used to be very prominent, and I've learned a lot of my history from it from just being there and talking with the guys. Um, but then it kind of faded away for a while, uh, and WXW has done. Uh, great job of essentially reviving the professional wrestling brand in Germany. Uh, they kind of have a stranglehold on the co- on the country when it comes to wrestling and sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it, um, in a good way. And they deliver back to the fans. They run great shows all over the country. Uh, they they know exactly who their fans are and what they want to see. And it's 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 an awesome like to see that they're able to bring that back and now they're partnering with people with uh, companies like progress um there's two different joint shows that they're running with progress i know they're running one uh, i think next weekend in london it's w- a wsw progress show and then they're doing a wsw progress show in germany uh and i think july 1st so there's a lot of good stuff happening, uh, and European wrestling right now is really booming, obviously, with the WWE UK tournament, uh, and even before that, with ICW and Progress and RevPro, uh, people partnering with New Japan and Ring of Honor, and uh, Preston City is killing it. Like, every, there's Southside's awesome. Like, you see companies like Discovery and new ones like Blue Forever and One Culture, and uh, European wrestling right now is just booming, and it's great to see. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. And of course, uh, depending on when you're listening to this out there, guys, on the podcast line or, or YouTube or Facebook or wherever, uh, definitely check out all those companies, all those shows. Uh, you know, they're going to be available online in all kinds of different ways. Uh, so definitely check out that past shows, all that stuff going on. So um, I have a question. I don't know the context of this. Sometimes Trey throws me stuff. He's a little more ingrained with some of the guests that he, he brings our way than I am. Uh, on things going on with you, but he does ask: uh, Did you ever find a favorite version of the song "Hallelujah"? I love the Leonard Cohen version. <laughs> I love it. Did you? He's the, he Leonard Cohen. Yeah, I looked up all those things, and a bunch of people responded. And they're the song's amazing, but I don't think you can get away from the original. You know, like Leonard Cohen uh, is just so his voice is just awesome, man. Like he has this perfect. I, I don't know what it is, but he just, like him and like voices like him and like Joe Cocker. Like, I like like really deep, like kind of raspy voices that are, they're unique and you can tell who they are the moment you hear. It's like, I don't know. It's just perfect. What, what is So was this a, a question you threw out on like, like Twitter or something? Yeah, I think it was Twitter. Okay. I might've said it on Facebook. Uh, it was on Twitter. Yeah. Because I love, like, I like the Jeff Buckley version of it too. And I'd heard a bunch of different versions before, mm-hmm. but those were the two that always stood out to me. And then other, I just said like, what I think I put up something there like, what's your favorite version? Or I might have said that the Leonard Cohen version is my favorite, and other people threw out theirs. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I I I think I I stuck with the Leonard Cohen version because I think he's the best. It's great to have be able to crowdsource something like that when you when you have an audience, right? It's Dude, the internet is, a, is an amazing thing. Uh, where you're able to you're able to get answers real like, immediately whenever you need them. And to think that I didn't have a smartphone until like 
three years ago. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I also, like, you're you're one of the few few people that still, you know, age of social media. People are, you know, wrestlers are typically. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Do, I'm good to go. But you're one of the few that actually has a website and a very like very active. It looks like website. Uh, for yourself, um, and I'm always interested. You know, we, we, our, my my company is doing uh, social media, produ- you know, productions and, and 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 websites and things like that. You know, is it important to have that landing page? Do you think for for a wrestler like yourself on the indies? Yeah, I I think so, man. Well, at the end of the day, we're we're out here. We are our own brand, right? Like we're selling ourselves, and you have to have the the ability to be seen. You have to be as professional as possible. Like as much as pro wrestling, uh, it's fun and it's like it's a childhood dream and everything. But you know, you have to treat it like a business. And if I'm I'm essentially an entrepreneur uh, or just my own product, no pun intended. Like uh, so, I have to have myself presented in the best ways. And with uh, Dan Mitchell of Not Falling Studios. Who's helped, who put together my website and he operates it. Uh, he's my webmaster. He's done an incredible job. Uh, and he always does. And he, he helps me out at the drop of a hat. He, he's always on top of everything and he's fantastic. So the fact that I have an operating website and one that is running and active and updated and every, it's, it's, uh, it's a really, it's really awesome, man. It's been, it's been a great help. Uh, I've had, I've had it help with uh, people try- trying to contact me for bookings. I've had it help with people trying to contact me to get merchandise or gear or whatever. Um, it's been it's been a very, very it's been a great benefit. Yeah, It's good to have kind of a, that, that home page, that home home uh, 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 spot for people to go to you know, especially if uh, you know, sometimes sometimes Facebook and Twitter people have problems with them. You can't have all that information there. It just kind of floats away, right? Exactly, and and to be honest, some people like uh, I know there's a lot of my peers that will get you know you'll get bombarded with messages, which your Facebook is this weird hybrid of like a personal page and a business page, and it's hard to sometimes differentiate between the two. So you get these messages from fans who are trying to break that. Uh, that across that line, I should say, uh, but it still kind of does. So there's a weird feeling on both ends in some cases. So being able to have a website where they can contact you in a different way that seems a little bit more, uh, it's, it's not as free and open to where if there still is a business side to it and you still put up that barrier, which is necessary in, in most cases. Uh, but so it definitely helps, man. It's definitely a good thing to to have an alternative means of contact, an alternative way of just checking your stuff out, and it makes some people feel more comfortable as well, including fans. Because sometimes fans don't want to, you know, intrude. You know, they don't. No one wants to do that. No one's looking to do that to anybody. So. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, a couple of real quick questions uh, on the way out here. First of all, what are you watching today? What's kind of got your interest or any uh, particular guys that you're watching these days? Who do I watch? I mean, dude, uh, I kind of, I kind of, I watch my friends, man. And then there's, uh, if I'm talking about that, like, I obviously, I watch, I watch WWE. Uh, I, I absolutely do. I'll check out Lucha Underground. 
uh, like I'll check out usually individual matches from Lucha Underground. Uh, and when I have watched full episodes, they're incredible. Uh, I'll watch some Ring of Honor. I watch Evolve stuff. I watch when I'm at shows live, I watch that. Uh, but I, I really watch my friends, man. Like those are the best ones. All the people in my, uh, they're a part of JML. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that. Like our, my, my group of friends that are, we're all just, we're all just like best buddies. Uh, so I, I watch them. I watch friends on the shows. I watch kids like, I watch people that are coming up, like someone like Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, who's really, who's going to be a, a superstar and to give him two, three years and he's going to be a star. Uh, he's got the potential to do everything. Uh, I love watching like Sammy Callahan. I love watching Adam Cole. I love watching Tyler Bates, Trent Seven, and Pete Dunn, uh, Mark Andrews. I love watching, uh, I love watching Walter from WXW. Uh, I love watching Daisuke Sakamoto. I love watching, uh, like Masada. I love watching Scarlet and Graves. I love watching Dave Trittleggers. There's a bunch of people like that. I like to watch my peers and see how awesome they're doing, man. It's always really cool. I, I will say this. I'm super into Stan Hansen and Dr. Jesse Williams right now. There's that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and uh, lastly, uh, what is the best and worst thing about indie wrestling for you so far? You can take it any way the you best want. And worst. Mm, I don't know what the worst thing would be. I, you know what? The worst thing is when a venue doesn't have a place where you can shower right after your match. Uh, that's the worst thing. But uh, that that's not like that's not like a slight towards indie wrestling. That's just kinda, that kind of sucks sometimes when you have to wait to shower. I hate that. Um, the best thing, man, uh, I get to travel the world on someone else's dime. And I'm extremely blessed for that. I... I'm appreciative. Uh, it's the it's the best thing ever. I get to do what I've wanted to do since I was five years old, and I meet people that I used to watch on TV and used to idolize. I get to have like the other day I was uh, I was texting with I was just having a text conversation with Billy Gunn, and I after I was done I was like wow like okay I'm just like casually speaking to Billy Gunn right now like what is life uh, and. And Billy's somebody that I, I was fortunate enough to wrestle, and he's, uh, he gives me advice here and there, and he helps me out a lot when it comes to that. He's just a great dude. Um, even though even though he's old, he's like super old and brittle, and you know he's got a lot of stuff like that to work on. I showed him the ropes a little bit when we got to wrestle. Uh, he was very fortunate to be able to step in the ring with me. So Billy Young is really appreciative of my friendship, um, but. Uh, no, it's it, it's just indie wrestling and wrestling, professional wrestling in general is just the best. It is, it is just the best. Uh, I, I can't, I couldn't be happier. That's great. All right, and of course, uh, you're uh, everybody can. Well, you're on all the social media and everything, but people should start, of course, at theproductds.com, right? Yes, absolutely. Check out you, that's my website, theproductds.com. Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat is theproductds. Uh, my Facebook is David Starr. Uh, if you want to book me, it's the product David Starr at gmail.com. Uh, check out my merch stores, bottomlinemerch.com slash David Starr, prowrestlingtees.com slash David Starr, uh, and just keep following my website, like you said, theproductds.com for, for dates, for everything that you could possibly imagine. And keep, keep in touch with that on my website because soon, 
soon, soon, soon, soon, soon, I will have a match database in which they will have every single wrestling match I've ever had listed on my website. And, uh, as, and to the links that I can provide, it will have links to my two set matches. So you will be able to find uh, web matches I've, I've had with specific wrestlers and dates and companies and everything like that. And I'm working on getting that going soon. That's awesome. I'll go check it out. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Uh, as of this recording, uh, uh, good luck against Keith Lee tonight. And, uh, and, uh, and hopefully, well, the rest of us will know the outcome of that by the time this is uh, released too so thank you so much and please everybody uh, support the show support indie wrestling uh, support the show of course at wrestlingmayhemshow.com see this and all the other uh, great interviews we've been doing for uh, for th- over three years now with Indie Mayhem Show uh, and of course Wrestling Mayhem Show the main show and uh, please support this uh, so we can keep going and keep having great guests on patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow and uh, check out our friends at indiewrestling.us of course and all the promotions that we uh, work with and uh, uh, so until next time, support Indie Wrestling. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.